0: Hey, hey, yo. This is a world premiere. You're tuned in now to the Casamigos podcast. Live from the studio. The Bay Area's hottest podcast. So, it's time. I
1: know I can't get enough of you. Leave it all to bloom. You were right. I know I can't get enough of you No The things that I would do Under the water I'm sinking far
2: Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Casa Amigos. Today, we got a very, very special guest in the building. Our first guest ever on our podcast. His name is Jared Lango. Everybody, welcome.
3: This motherfucker like said Lango is yes, Longo. 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 Come <laughs> on,
2: long, man. He told you we're before we started. Shit. Anyway.
3: That's yeah, all gravy. Glad to be here. Excited. We got the boys. Here. How's, how's it? feel? How's it feel? It's exciting. It's a tiny, nerve wracking, but I'm pretty good <laughs> under stressful situations like this. I've been.
2: You yeah, know, you're you're ex-military, Navy SEAL, right? Sh- no, <laughs> <laughs> I wish.
3: No, that's a different breed of human, right there, man. SEAL Navy Team Seals. Six, or
4: <laughs>
3: sh- man, them boys are heavy. I do have a, f- a friend who's a, a Navy SEAL, and he's always been like spectacular. Like everything he did in life was like amazing. Like you, and the thing is, he looks like a normal dude. Uh-huh. But this guy can just run like ten miles like nothing, and just endurance like a maniac. The guy can swim faster than you can run. Like
2: that's crazy. Yeah,
3: it's pretty intense. <laughs> that's crazy. So we,
2: awesome. I think we have we have a few topics to talk about today that no, we that we want to we want to ask you. Yeah. Um. First one. Um. You, you 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 wanna you wanna pop it off, Adolfo?
0: Sure, I'll kick it off. So uh, I guess during the current climate that we're in, uh, there's been a lot of. Um, I guess, you know, things going on overseas, uh, that being Afghanistan. Uh, would you like to kind of give us your...
3: Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, point. I study I sociology, so I try to take like a bipartisan view on a lot of things. But um, yeah, I just recently seen that video yesterday. We had uh, a bunch of uh, Afghan nationals latching onto the aircraft, And falling off of it. Um, And there's also another picture where it shows that the aircraft is completely full of personnel. uh, About 800, give or take.
2: More than its capacity, right?
3: Uh, Pretty close. I mean, you got COVID going on, but also the aircraft, I think, uh, statistically can lift like 150,000 pounds and they're like at a hundred something. So they're getting pretty close. And the thing too is you have guys that have to balance the aircraft out and you're guesstimating everybody's weight collectively. So it's, it's a lot of risk. Um, But that shit was straight out of the movies, like a zombie movie seeing people fly off. But my first thought is, you know, as horrific as it is, is these guys rather risk their life falling off an aircraft than confronting the enemy, and their first thing is we'll send more Americans, send more Americans to fight for us and do this, that, and the other. And it's like we've been there for 18 years. Like, what do you what are you supposed to do? But it's it's a very gray area. It's it's very messed up. But I feel like the Afghan people, and then pe- people from a lot of countries that don't um, like their government, such as ours. You know, you you need to stand up, stand up, <laughs> mm-hmm. fight them. But the thing is, they're fighting a, a, a terrorist organization that um, embeds, uh, like, hardcore, you know, Muslim beliefs. And I, I have plenty of Muslim friends. My girlfriend's Muslim. Uh, but theirs is, like, taking away all the freedoms from women. I mean, a whole bunch of really bad things that the Afghan people have been getting used to because of the influence of the American people and other countries helping out. And now all that's being taken away from them. And so I think... Um, it's not going to change until the people of Afghanistan stand up and start doing for themselves, other than just relying on everybody else to to help them out. And that's that's kind of my take. But regardless, it's it's horrible. I wish I could. I wish I could go there and help out. I swear to God, I would. I would do it in a heartbeat. It breaks my heart. But it's like wh- something's got to change. And what's that going to be?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, was, the story is still uh, developing. Um, but when you say. Uh, we were, the, You know, we were there for 18 years since the 9-11 attacks, if I'm not, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, were we sort of like uh, the American, were we the only, the Americans, were we the only ones uh, fighting for the protection of, F- like, I, I don't understand what, like, why are we leaving now? I don't understand so that. It,
3: the American side. people have become... Uh, Tired of it. It's called the forever war. Mm -hmm. No one wants to be involved in a forever war. We have, what, three generations of families that have been there. My family's been there. I've been there. Um, And the thing is, we aren't the only ones. No, you have Australia. You have India. You have all kinds of countries that have been, you know, training the Afghan military and helping out with all the different, uh, you know, I guess... Processes in order to help make the country more free than it is, but it's it's so convoluted and gray. Like I said before, that it's you know the politics alone you know will make your head spin. So it's just it's it's like what's the end goal? And I, the end goal is to make those people the, the majority of the people who want to be free. But it's obviously the the tougher side. The people with the weapons. The people that are more hardcore are are you know. The opposite of that.
2: Jeez. It's 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 all it's. I feel like it's all money, man. Like it's. I don't think that's a priority. Priority is not helping the people. Oh, yeah. They could probably don't. Oh, they yeah. probably care less.
3: Definitely. Yeah. There's all kinds of uh, private corporations out there uh, that deal with that stuff. That uh, you know, bring over trucks and weapons mm-hmm. and food and on. Yeah, they make a bunch of money out of that. Um, it's just. I don't know. It's it's like I said. It's a super convoluted area where everybody has a hard opinion about it, and that's where it's like, forget all that. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the people that are suffering. You know what I mean? Right. What's mm-hmm. going to end the Taliban from taking over? And it's I've heard people say, oh well, it's the United States that you know created the Taliban. It's like mm, I don't necessarily believe that, but I'm sure there are like Americans that have you know profited from them like selling them weapons and stuff like that um one of the things that we did was uh, it's very expensive for us to bring all of that equipment back all the humvees and tanks and all that stuff so we leave it there and then they get it mm-hmm. and then use it against oh my goodness yeah, that's, yeah, that's you know, wow, wow. Yeah, i did not so know crazy. that yeah it's it's crazy how much stuff we leave behind and they just they get it so
0: that was, that was going to be my next question where does the taliban um you know, where do they get all the resources? Is it through drug trade? Is it like how do they even get financed? That's where.
3: So it 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 boils down to politics again, because it a lot of it. Uh, you know, it could be poppy fields. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be you know gun runners. It could be um, other. Um, political interests from other countries that want to see America look stupid. Mm. Another they're you know, they're saying, Oh, it's Saigon again, Saigon all over again, which is Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're uh, anything to ideologically uh, make us look stupid and hurt us as a people. Uh, it's, it's also part of psych warfare. So um, if you think of Rome, nobody could conquer Rome. Rome fell from within. And essentially, my perspective is that's what's happening here. You change the ideology of people. Uh, you make us look stupid and, you know, all the horrible things that everybody's, you know, thinking and saying about us now. It's, it's mind-boggling. I was reading the comments and people were attacking the United States, saying all these horrible things, but not saying anything about the Taliban. And these guys are literally killing children and a whole bunch of brutal stuff. I don't know if I want to get into that, but it's, it's just crazy how the direction the energy is like blamed on us all over again you know what i mean even though yeah i agree we have part in it but let's not lose focus of who's doing the damage Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so
0: well you know at the end of the day i think everybody is after the united states Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter you know what part of the country you're from or what part of the world you're from um but this is like i said this is a developing story it's going to you know
2: just can be like next week's talk keep, so. yeah keep mm,
0: up on no. the news and uh, yeah this is very real and this is very sad and uh, prayers go out to everybody out there who's uh dealing with it or you know has family 100%. out there um but to change up the subject um could you maybe give us a little um background Jared of you know how you started in the military or, or why you began you know where where you where where that began for you
3: yeah, sure. So I, I grew up around the military. My parents are all retired Air Force. Um, so I grew up with my, you know, my dad being deployed. He'd come back and my mom would go get deployed. Uh, my parents actually had a divorce and uh, my stepfather retired out of the Air Force as well. Uh, and he did, I want to say like 26 years. Wow. Great amount of time. Um, and I had an older and younger brother and they never really were about the military stuff. Um, I could have went to college for free, but I was a knucklehead and I knew I wanted to serve my country, but Doing that I needed a kick in the ass and I knew the military was going to give that to me And I was going to join the army and my dad was like, nope, you're either going to do air force or navy And so I was a sea scout when I was younger, which is like boy scouts, but navy-ish Um, and I was like, yeah, let me let me go check this out. And so I, uh, wanted to be a medic And I wanted to, you know, see what the Navy had to offer me. And it was super intense. I mean, I've never worked so hard in my life, uh, but I've also made friends all over the world. Definitely got a, you know, broader perspective on social issues throughout the entire world. It's one thing to hear it on the news or through a friend, uh, but it's another to actually like live it and be there and actually talk to the people that are going through it. Um, For an example, uh, Iran is one of our biggest enemies, but the Persian people of Iran are, love America. They're the nicest people I've ever met. My my girlfriend, who's Muslim, is, is Persian as well. And um, even before me and her started dating, um, Persian people that I met were just the nicest, sweetest people. But the news will have you believe otherwise. And it's really sad because you get this, you know, brainwashing effect. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what's happening to us about our own country. And, and then obviously these people, you know, in other countries about us, uh, they they play on our, our heartstrings, they play on our emotions and, and really get people to, you know, because that's what sells. Yeah, I mean? absolutely. But um, as far as my military, I did the medical training um, and then I switched uh, over to aviation ordnance towards the end of my uh, enlistment. And so I basically was uh dealing with like rockets, missiles, bombs, ordnance like that, stuff like that.
0: Very cool. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Uh where where did uh where have you traveled because of, of oh, that? Oh boy.
3: Um so I was stationed on the uh, USS Boxer in uh, San Diego. Uh we're always out on deployment. Did a bunch of different deployments. Um one in particular was 13 months. That was the longest one. Um which is a trip because it's like a time portal. Like you come back home in like new cars and new music and it's, Mm -hmm. you missed out on a year of like everything else. So it's like a, it's, it's weird. It like messes with your head. Um, Mm -hmm. but I've been to all over Australia, Japan, Singapore, um, all over the middle East, uh, Dubai, Bahrain, um, Japan, um, gosh, a whole bunch of tiny islands, stuff like that. Yeah. That's amazing. A lot of places.
0: So what was your favorite out of all those?
3: Man, they're they're all really cool. I really liked India. I liked India because the people there were really nice and awesome. And it was like this, like this jungly kind of ancient city. Um, but the people there are very spiritual in a sense. Mm-hmm. They just have this, I don't know, it's just a different energy, a different vibe. Um, and I really clicked with it. Like I got into Bollywood. I got into music. Um, I really enjoyed my time there. Um Else, Dubai's a trip. Dubai is like a movie, you know, I don't know, some made up fairy tale movie universe thing. It's a trip because Mm -hmm. all the buildings are very futuristic looking, very westernized. You see a lot of grass and stuff like that out there. So you're like, oh, and you see like Harley Davidsons, but you also Mm -hmm. see every type of super and hyper car you can think of just whizzing up and down the street, which is a trip. Um, Yeah, it's definitely. It was kind of a culture shock too, because that's when I first started seeing Saudis uh, from Saudi Arabia, and they have like their women, you know, they have multiple uh, wives rather, um, like lined up behind them and stuff like that, and the veils and stuff. Yeah, so it's like, (laughs) oh man, that's a culture shock. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I I respect it though. You know, that's that's their, you know, that's their culture. That's how it's been for you know a long, long, long time. But um, it's. Uh, it it's a trip, man. Like I went uh, snowboarding inside the mall. You got to take two lifts to get what? to the top. Yes. I want to uh, do that. Yeah, that was dope. Um,
0: and outside, it's over a hundred degrees. Or yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
3: It's crazy. it's a trip, man. And then uh, like. What else did we do? It, it's pretty cool, too, because everybody's shopping. It's all glass. Everybody shopping can watch people snowboarding. Mm. And I, like, went off this huge jump and just nosedived, and they put it on, like, this big screen. just see <laughs> <laughs> me just in the snow. What else? I did this ATV thing that was pretty cool. So you're kind of just hanging out, waiting for something to happen. And all of a sudden these, like, souped-up Jeeps pull up, and you're like, what the heck? And like, get in, get in. It's like almost like Jurassic Park. And then you get in these Jeeps or whatever and you're driving down the road and all of a sudden they hop the curb and they just start going up and down the sand dunes and cars are rolling over and like getting stuck and we're like egging on our driver to like drive <laughs> even crazier. And uh, so we, we're driving around all crazy through the uh, sand dunes and then they bring us to like a tent town and they got like hookah and belly dancers and kebab and sandboarding and riding camels. And it's a trip, man. That's a, that's a dream.
0: A wow. Yeah, sounds cool. Yeah, sounds like a so movie. much to do.
3: <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing is... um in the military, a lot of guys, they just go to a bar and luckily I befriended this one guy who's like, man, let's start doing these tours because they have tours set up for you when you get to these different places. So that way you can actually enjoy the culture and, you know, have some fun instead of just seeing the back of a bar. So, when you're not on
2: duty. Y- yes, yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. Oh, God, Yeah, because that's the thing about the Navy is you eat, sleep, and work in the same exact location day in, day out, and it gets boring very quickly. Like, if you have a little time off, you're working out, and that's it. Like, that's your job, little, Yeah, Yeah, that's yeah. Your, your time to relax is actually just lifting weights and getting stressed out about working out, was just a trip, because the ship is teetering back and forth and so you're trying to bench press and you're like oh (laughs) shit trying to keep your balance you're on the treadmill so it's it's definitely a an experience in itself just doing that um yeah every place has had its own little impact on me man and it's uh man it's it's beautiful like the world is like baskin robbins man there's all these flavors out there man it's yeah it's it's Definitely like something you need to indulge in and take Mm -hmm. a bite of every little piece that's out there, man, before your time's up, because when it's up, that's it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Very, very true. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So you've definitely taken uh, like a piece of everything that you've been through for sure. You've learned many, many things throughout life.
3: Yeah, I, I try, you know, I have my, my, my feelings about things, um, but I try to, realize what the world is about, humanity, to kind of bring back my humanity, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Especially because, you know, you're from the USA, you're the big, fat, rich kid, you know what I mean? When you go to all these countries and, you know, imperialists and da-da-da, but the thing is you go there and these people are nice and they love you and they, they're they friendly to you and you, it's, you have to let your guard down because you're like, okay, it's not as bad as the news, it's not as bad as but I think, yeah. everybody else is making it out to you know be so right. you know, yeah it's like i said people nowadays are so politically biased and you know obviously they'll be triggered by the things that i said and it's like just stop it's it's not just stop being so serious about everything right yeah there's there's a lot of love out there to to give and to receive you know what i mean mm-hmm.
2: so so talking about like uh things that you've taken away from these different countries mentally like for your health what what, what what do you take uh
3: that i served um so we went to a lot of country. we went to india when i got hit by the tsunami and helped them out um we go to a lot of countries that are smaller countries that can't really necessarily defend themselves so we trained them um and just going around and you know d- giving money you know to people that are in need um we uh, donate stuff we try and do a lot of uh, humanitarian things that don't reach the news obviously right uh, but that's one of the biggest things where I was like man I love doing this I love helping people and that's why um I was a behavioral therapist that's why I help uh hand out food for my church and that's why I'm studying sociology because I want to continue to serve continue to help other people mm-hmm. stuff like that you know and hopefully you know through the way i talk to people and my passion it'll it'll help them realize a little bit more about you know how things in it from a different perspective are Mm -hmm.
2: that's great that you came out definitely like you know you're you're a great person you're my friend and and everything you know and it's not like other people that you you see that serve the military is very like cut and dry like oh yeah like you know that person's killed so many people like they think that they go straight to war or something like that but you're definitely not Nothing. I mean you haven't killed anybody. No, no. I'm a I'm a lover, not a fighter. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's 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 cool. Um what's another what's another topic that we could touch on? I know I know so in the in the air force, I know you've been telling me that. You've seen some crazy stuff in the air force. Yeah.
3: So growing up around the Air Force and the Air Force bases, there's one particular one that I guess I'll, I'll kick off. Well, I was pretty young. I was living at Travis Air Force Base, mm-hmm. and it's full of Air Force people that are familiar with all the aircraft. And um, we're outside, and everybody starts coming outside, and we're watching these two lights way up, which we thought were aircraft, were flying around. They are chasing each other. But the thing is, when an aircraft is flying, it has to move at a at a at like an arc, you know what I mean? It can't move at a rapid angle movement mm-hmm. because so, that would kill
4: you. Yeah. So it has like a certain pattern and it follows.
3: Ex- exactly. It's like a, uh, like a slow arc movement because they're moving so fast. But these things were moving at angles, like 90 degree angles. And, and this is back in, hmm, Ninety nine, ninety
2: eight. oh wow before here in fairfield that Travis. yeah Travis, Travis.
3: and all these airmen and all the kids were looking up and we're like what the hell and i remember one guy in particular was like that's not our aircraft and i was like what the hell and then it obviously once i got older i was like aircraft can't move like that um and they were just just chasing each other above our the the airfield which, wow. is, which is a big no-no. We, you know you can't be doing that. So yeah. Yeah, you definitely need clearance to do that. Um, but one in particular that really sticks out, I was doing aft lookout on the ship. So you have two lookouts in, in the middle of the night of the ship. You have complete uh, pitch black, dark, like uh, what is it? Uh, discipline. So to give you an example, the reason why we have the, the ship completely dark no one's allowed to go in or out is if you're smoking a cigarette, the cherry of a cigarette, you could see 12 miles away in the middle of the ocean. Right. So you don't want to be seen necessarily. So you only have two people that are outside. You have the forward lookout and you have the aft lookout, the rear of the ship, and you're looking for surface. So ship or submarine contacts, and you're looking for air contacts and you're, you have sound powered telephones. So it uses sound to obviously communicate and you're communicating with operations And so uh, I'm training this guy and he's like, oh, hey, we have a uh, air contact bearing blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, don't report that. I was like, that's, that's a air contact. And this is in 2004. This is when all those Navy pilots were seeing all the alien aircraft that they've been reporting about. That's just been on the news recently. So yeah, yeah, this is, this is the same exact time. And I am like, don't report that, that that's a star. That's clearly a star. And he's like, Are you sure? And I'm like, Yeah, look at it. It's not moving. It's not doing anything. It was pretty bright. It was pretty bright, but it wasn't moving. And it had no tell direction. And so I was like, Let's give it a like 30, 35 minutes. And if it moves in, we'll report it. So we're just kind of BS and blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden it got brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter came towards it and then shot off into the atmosphere. And we're like, Oh, we got an air cut. We started freaking (laughs) out like, Oh, and then we're like, well, (laughs) and then they hit us. So like, we have nothing on radar. We have no information on whatever that was. They're like, keep an eye on it. We're like that thing jettisoned so fast and we're doing the calculations and it had to have been like 15 to 22,000 miles per hour, just in the wow. blink of an eye. But the crazy thing is it was tracking us. It was following us the entire time. So it was
2: watching. It was definitely watching. It was
3: definitely watching us. And my goofy butt was like, Oh, that's, that's a, a star. star. Right. No. And <laughs> this thing just, you just took off. I mean, that's one of, Many different crazy things that happen in the, middle of the- in the middle of the ocean, man. Things go down, man. It's that's, that's crazy. So, stuff out there.
2: let's say if you did report that, like if it if you knew, like, oh, that's definitely not a star, if you reported it, what would have happened?
3: Um, operations would have tried to track its movement and its heading to see which direction it was going. Um, and then they would have tried to get, uh, you know, shooting radar at it and all that stuff to kind of get a bearing of what it is because you can do that, you can tell. Um, unless it's got like spoofing technology or something like that, which all these guys are saying, yeah, we, you know, we don't want that. We don't know what these are because they can't get any information on it other than visual. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's essentially what happened with us is we reported this air contact and the operations was like, uh, there's nothing got, there. You're like, you're tripping, <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> <We got nothing laughs> yeah, that was, so of course, you know, trying to go to bed after that, that watch, I was just like wide awake, like, oh my God, what was that? So it's pretty, pretty trippy.
2: Wow, that is insane. Yeah, I've never personally. I've never seen nothing like up in the sky. I know, um, like years before, like everyone, like on Twitter and stuff like that. Like, hey, do you guys looking at this up in the sky? Like this, like missile or stuff that they shot off or whatever, looking kind of weird. But nothing ever that I've seen something crazy. Have you guys?
0: Not, not like that. Jeez, um, I'm trying to think. May, a story maybe, that I've been told, maybe I can...
4: Maybe a uh, shooting star, that's it. Right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: nothing yeah, yeah. Nothing like that. That's an actual star. Yeah, an
4: actual star, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I
0: definitely believe in, in other life forms, for sure. I mean, oh, definitely. We're not the only ones.
2: Absolutely.
4: Yeah. Oh, um, man, I think there's life forms everywhere.
2: Especially how Jared was saying, the ocean, it's so vast. <laughs> it's, yeah, I know that's one of the things that we've talked about in our previous uh, episodes. That
3: yeah, we know more about... The moon and other planets, and we do our own ocean, which is like, <laughs> what? How, does, yeah, that, how yeah. does that work? But
2: I know our our submarines can't go that deep, right? I think
3: they can go pretty deep, but they can't go all the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: And I think it's like a certain part you get down, it's like pitch black. Mm hmm. That you can't see anything. Even with like the best lights that we have, you can't see anything. Mm hmm. It's exactly. like it's literally mm-hmm. having like a light and then a piece of paper, and that's it. <laughs>
3: Yeah. and the amount of pressure that's yeah down yeah. there too like the submarines will actually shrink yeah. from the amount of pressure what? that's exerted on the on the hull of the ship or the submarine rather yeah the, the, we don't know what's going on down there and then recently these Navy uh, uh, not necessarily I think the operational uh, side of the Navy has been saying splash which means these air these craft are going in and out of the ocean.
2: Holy so that's, that's right. That's <laughs> they, right.
3: Yeah. They have the ability to manipulate water because water is very dense yeah. and it's very hard to move through and it doesn't affect these craft. And then obviously our atmosphere, you know, there's a, there's a thickness to it. And when you go so fast, it heats up the molecules. It That's why when um, a meter comes in or, you know, it's, it'll, it's, it'll start to get really yeah, hot yeah, and it yeah, doesn't affect them. Exactly. Yeah. So because you have the, uh, the, the air molecules that are creating friction. Yeah. And these things apparently have some sort of force field, I guess, for lack of a better term, uh, that manipulate it in a way to where it doesn't, doesn't, affect, doesn't them. affect them. So they can go in and out of the atmosphere, into the outer space. So like, that's what
2: they matter. talked about on the news. Remember they said that it, it dove in the water mm-hmm. and just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What, it's like if they know like we can't they go so deep that we can't even trace them. Exactly. Or, or, maybe, that. or maybe that's where they're
4: from. Maybe we're looking in the wrong areas. Maybe or they're coming yeah. to get resources. You, you, th-
0: like you,
2: you really you really would think that there'd be some kind of technology that people would make all the way down there that deep? I
4: mean, if they're living down there. I mean, <laughs> you, you've got your Jeff Bezos and your, you know.
3: your <laughs> Shit. Yeah, Elon Musk. Who knows what they got on the side, man? Man. they like, probably got some crazy stuff.
2: I mean. think Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are aliens. Probably. <laughs> probably <laughs> now, have Jeff, you seen that on to Jeff live under Bezos? The sea, or, like yeah.
4: His brain is like, his head is like a certain figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Like, Good they're, way. like, saying, like, oh, his head is, like, a certain figure that he's probably an alien. Oh, man. Like, believe. this whole conspiracy theory about it. So, you know, I'm like... Bigger the than normal. You never know, man. Yeah, because his brain. Like, you know how supposedly, like, the Rothschilds and all those families supposedly like... <laughs> a like oh, whole bunch of sure, aliens. Yeah.
3: yeah, they're certain. They're like a certain blood type.
4: Yeah, yeah I suppose like yeah. they're like really tall and like they have <laughs> bigger <laughs> heads and everything. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm great it, man. I, I've been into conspiracy theories for a long time, and now everybody's <laughs> getting in. Now right. it's becoming mainstream. Be- it. Yeah,
4: because it's becoming true, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's sad, and I think everybody has so much free time. They're like, I gotta get into something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think exactly. that I ever since COVID
2: happened, people have more times on their hands. Like, let's do yeah. kind of crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Man, talk about going the deep end. It's like conspiracy theories on YouTube. Yeah, yeah it's just a, <laughs> or a rabbit hole of just
3: infinite crazy things. You're just like, what is life even?
4: You watch yeah. two videos and you're like, oh, this is, this is real.
3: <laughs> have you guys thought about doing DMT or ayahuasca? I have a lot of friends i have been talking about that. We actually talked about, about it. One. I think it was
2: like, what, our third, our third yeah. or fourth episode that we talked about ayahuasca? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know if you know, um, uh, he used to be like a really well-known, what was it, bodybuilder? His name was yeah, um, Instagram like, like a fit, influencer, fitness, I guess. men's and health, weight. yeah, yeah men's health. Um, what was his name? I already forgot his name. Uh, Connor Murphy. Connor, Connor Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> he was like a ladies' man. Like girls, fucking loved him and shit. And I guess he like fell off of YouTube ever since COVID happened, and mm-hmm. he didn't start making videos. But he went off into because you know ayahuasca is used for like it's a hallucinogen. Like yeah. yeah, but they use it for like like um what is Spiritual it? Spiritual awakenings. There you go. Oh, yeah.
3: That third eye stuff. It's like mm-hmm. a ritual. Yeah, yeah. It's to, yes, yeah, to open
2: your third eye, basically. But yeah. it's very uh, highly addictive plant. Highly, highly, highly oh, addictive. Really? I don't know if you knew that oh, yet. heard about So, that. so he had a, like a, a breakthrough, but he got addicted to it, and he's just been going crazy ever since. I don't know if you follow him on Instagram, but he lost a lot of followers, and he started going like Whoa. he's he's like he's like a crackhead. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah.
3: what I've I've talked to a couple people about. I was like, you have to be careful. That's why I'm very cautious if I would ever do it because it fractures your reality. You know what I mean? You see stuff that you're technically not supposed to see. You you lose a sense of reality. Exactly. And you literally like, what is life when I, when you come back from your trip? Um, but I've, I've had friends that went out to, um, like Costa Rica for like two weeks and you, uh, it's like a, like a retreat and you, you do it every night for like two weeks or something crazy. Oh, wow. wow and wow, I know like wow. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly did it recently <laughs> and they're they're like, yeah, I died a thousand times and, <laughs> Jesus and it killed my ego. And I'm like, I, f- I don't want to die a thousand times. I was like, holy yeah, dude, fuck, fuck, fuck that.
2: Crap, fuck that but, uh, but I'm sure the people who do that, like, because obviously it's tourists that go and do this mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah, West so West West it's got to be like a very controlled substance. I'm sure they only put like s- such amount of quantity that they're allowed to take. Unlike Connor Murphy, he was taking cups full probably of this I think, stuff. I oh.
0: think uh, Connor Murphy was doing DMT so he was smoking it. Oh, okay, so it was b- Oh. I mean, I've been told like, you know, those Costa Rica retreats, mm-hmm. like Eduardo was saying, it's very, um, you controlled, know, there's control. it's controlled. Yeah. There, it's an uncontrolled environment yeah. where p- these people are literally like what we would call Guiders, no, they would mm. they guide people for a Spiritual living. Guiders. Spiritual guiders, yeah. they're, they're mm-hmm. doctors, so they know. Yeah, they know <laughs> the <laughs> exact uh, milligram or you know to the gram that you that, that a body that need. would need. Yeah, your body, yeah, um, your body can take. What I yeah. think would happen to Connor is he smoked it too much. Maybe he went off the deep end because he smoked too much crack or too much Possibly. rock, Possibly. literally. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I'm very interested in that, especially because I've been told that it's more of like a like a rebirth. No, it's like a. Mm-hmm. Like a a sort of like a baptism of uh, you come back to this planet Earth from another dimension. You're like, holy, like, what is reality? (laughs) This is not real. You know, I am not me. I am not I. (laughs) Exactly.
4: That reminds me of like the movie Inception.
0: Inception is like a reality within a reality. Yeah,
4: like reality reality. within like you get lost in that reality. Like Mm -hmm. that might turn into reality. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Well, you you
0: get stuck in the trip. Literally.
2: Do, Do you guys do you guys think there's an actual multiverse? Oh, one
0: hundred percent. Explain 100%. me what a multiverse is. So, like, yeah,
2: like another. Let's say, for example, there's another you out there that's completely the uh, complete opposite like, of you.
4: Like, there's thousands of you. Yeah, thousands. Oh, of, like, there's like a I female mean. version of you. There's like like a thousand versions of you. You guys need to I watch think. the uh,
3: egg on YouTube. That explains <laughs> it perfectly. So I'm you. You're me. We're all yeah. each other. So, th- so we're all having the human experience just individually. So there Start is punching there, all you guys. <laughs> well, the, the, the beautiful thing about it is when we're mean to each other, we're actually mean to ourselves. Cause yeah, you're okay, mean okay, just huh? in a different circumstance yeah. in a different oh, setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I see. I see. So there is one animal that has this experience and it's a, uh, uh, like a sea anemone, right? And essentially it's one body and it's got all the tentacles, you know, all individually moving and eating and living their own life but they're all sharing the same body basically body. They're, all, yeah. they're all the same okay, okay. so it, they're, they're, s- thought, same they're all brain. the same entity it's except so yeah we're <laughs> all having the human experience yeah. right now just on an individual level but when i die and reincarnate i could be a girl in indonesia or i could be you know this that or, because it's infinite it's infinite yeah. amount of realities happening simultaneously expanding infinitely so that literally means uh anything can happen i have a theory one of my (laughs) theories i've had since i was a kid that um you can tap into that right and you're like well how the hell do
2: you tap into (laughs) your alternate selves (laughs) ayahuasca so
3: no no we (laughs) tap into it every night right so if anything is literally possible with infinite realities right and they're constantly being affected so me doing the you know me snapping my finger has now set an effect where a thousand years from now, a typhoon will happen. The, you know, what uh, the butterfly effect, yeah, yeah. The butterfly flaps its wings, thousand years later, there's a typhoon in Africa or something like that. So how would you tap into that? Right. What is the one thing that you have that has that ability? And it's your mind, your consciousness, right? yeah. Your dreams. So, so when you sleep, you know what I mean? Your your mind is so powerful. You can think of a pink elephant, boom, instantly have a pink elephant in your brain. Right? Okay, okay. So my theory is when you're sleeping, everything, all your senses are turned off other than your mind. Your mind has the ability to tap into yourself in an alternate reality. And ever since I was a kid, and I can remember dreams as a kid, as a child. They're very, very vivid. Um, essentially, I can become aware of my situation, so I've looked in the mirror and I'm not me, and like freak out, like oh, that's not me, that's not me, and you know, had the continuation of a dream huh. and stuff like that. So I feel like when you're sleeping and if you have a vivid enough a dream, you mm. are you in an alternate reality, and then that's why also you die in some
2: of those, when you, ooh, you have that jolt. Yeah. You're like, oh. like when you're falling off a building, you hit the okay, ground you, you wake up.
3: Exactly. So how do you have experiences for something you've never technically Experience. experienced in his life? Wow. Is true. I've, I've, I've seen cars with technology I've never seen before. Um, I've, uh, sports games, sports that don't even exist, mm. teams that don't even, like I knew like a whole bunch of information about the team and I wake up and I'm like, how, how does that even possible? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like if you're mm. really good enough, like a lot of these, you know, uh, like Steve jobs and stuff, you know, they would trip out or have a dream and they'd wake up and they'd write it down and they would bring that technology from mm. that I reality. See. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's one of my theories: is we have the ability to. That's very true. Ourselves in
0: I totally agree with reality. that, Jared. Yeah. That's that's yeah. a really good theory. Thanks. I yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. I
2: appreciate that. I, yeah. Wow. Definitely. Thank you. Very that's thought dope. out. That's yeah. nice. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I never thought about that. I tr- I do try
0: to <laughs> write some of my soul, dreams like. down too. Yeah, we're to tripping right now. Um, sometimes it just goes away. Like mm. I wake up and I have this amazing dream about this amazing experience I've never had before. Yeah. And I try to write it down or think about it but I can't As that's, the, I thing, can, that's I can, the thing that's the thing too like there's dreams that, that I have yep.
2: goes and, away. It, and it's just
4: like you forget about it like what the hell yeah. did I like just dream like, about like your mind goes blank at that point
3: so my other theory is when you pass away in this life you're gonna wake up in one of your alternate realities and then you're gonna slowly forget what had happened in
0: mm-hmm. your past life
3: no and so this one so say jesus christ hopefully you don't but you know i get in my car I get in a car accident and die i'm gonna wake up go oh my god i, I died in a i was in a car accident oh and, and, I, I, keep going. Going. and I, I keep going
0: I I see. Uh, wow. yeah, so, so now i'm wow yep. holy cow i kind of yeah. i've terrific. had that i have that theory too oh my goodness yeah. that's and scary to think it ah. is scary. <laughs> <laughs> scary. i don't want that i don't like to mess you guys or just when you die in general
4: Hold up! let's try it
0: oh hell no but
4: but the
3: good thing is you wake up and you're it, it, was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. it was just, right. It was just a
2: dream,
4: right.
1: yeah. It was just mm-hmm. a dream, Al. yeah.
3: So, you and then after you know, we, we forget our dreams within the first couple minutes, so it's not actually that sad. That's true. We really think about it, yeah. It's it true, it's just true. Continue <laughs> <on>. <laughs> continue
0: life, on. life continues on,
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. wow,
2: my third eye is already opening up, <laughs> yeah. For real, <laughs>
0: well, that's why psychedelics are so, um, like in tune to your body, right? Because it opens up that third eye, yeah, it kind of reconnects you push. with that life form that maybe you didn't know existed yeah that alternate reality
3: Mm -hmm. that was one of the things that um, a lot of people are saying when they take ayahuasca is these entities say thank you for taking this technology multiple people have reported that so there's a new research that is showing that this is some sort of alien technology so see
2: that that's that's one of my things that i always think about like you know how like okay like all the technology that we have Like, how long we've come from technology, you know, from 10 years ago, whatever, how long we are. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think about what if we're a little bit too advanced for the technology that we have today? Like, And where did it come from, too? Like, I have a feeling that, you know, since we're not the only ones here, aliens have, you know, or other things that are not from this world that have better technology than we do. And when they come and visit Earth and we somehow capture them or whatever that we don't hear about on the news. Mm -hmm. We start to study their technology and that's how we got our technology.
3: Yeah. So I do have somebody who's pretty high up in the federal government that has disclosed to me that they've reversed engineered technology that they don't know where it's come from. So they'll get something and send their best people to try and reverse engineer. And through that process leaks technology that we get to implement. So mm-hmm. the thing too is, the military is always a good 10, 15, 20 years advanced in technology as opposed to
2: us, like regular civilians. Exactly. Yeah, GPS
3: yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, I believe GPS was invented by a, a, a naval officer, female naval officer. And then, um, like, even the, the British during World War II invented radar. And the Germans were like, how are they figuring out where we are all the time? You know, because they have these super advanced people within the military and unlimited funding. Mm -hmm. And then through that, the technology, you know, trickles down into society. But yeah, that's why it's, I kind of like question all these, you know, the, the Navy pilots that are saying, uh, oh, these could be alien spacecraft. It's like a, could be just something they haven't told us about but that's what's also scary uh a a lot of uh like the politicians and stuff are saying it's like if it's aliens that might be a breath of fresh air because if it's not if it's like china or russia with some crazy technology where they're just way more advanced than us that's more daunting than it being aliens which it's like holy crap yeah that's that's pretty scary (laughs) if your adversaries are you know are way more advanced than you are it's like well America's not number one and uh we're not used to that.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, see that was always my thing. Like how do how do we have our technology that we have nowadays? Yeah.
3: Oh. We just take it for granted, man. That's uh I don't know if you see my post, but I was at the uh, junkyard all day today and um I like it because it, it one, it kind of makes me feel like a man without the whole, you know, toxicity or whatever's, you know, <laughs> yeah pff, going on. But the other thing is you get this weird feeling like, man, I feel like I'm in a wasteland. Like I'm just trying to survive. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I don't know. My tribe sent me out to go collect some parts for a car. You know, that's what it feels like. (laughs) Like I'm sitting, you're looking around, it's just all these totaled vehicles everywhere. And you're just like, Holy crap. Could I pull this off? Could I be like a, what was that? What was that movie? Uh, uh, with all the crazy car, they just had a roadmap Mad Max it feels yeah. like that I'm about to movie. take yeah, some yeah. grease and rub it on my eyes <laughs> and more paint yeah that's yeah, a trip but another thing that kind of tripped me out just because we were you know, talking about all this crazy stuff is I kind of had you know when you have somebody how do we do that you're on your freeway and all of a sudden you feel someone looking at you and you boom and they're staring at you Yeah. how do we mm. do that but I had that feeling today I have that feeling when I sleep
2: when I'm laying down and I'm sleeping I can tell if someone's looking at me
4: yeah. And what? Yeah. What is that? So that's energy. That's right? energy. I yeah. think that's energy. No. Well, I, th- I, I feel like that's really like your sixth sense.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah I had, I I had that so. in the
3: junkyard, and I looked, and it looked like somebody was sitting in the driver's seat of a crash car. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit! I don't I don't want to see no. no maybe, maybe it was dick. his old car. I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, damn, I just straight up seen somebody who was used to drive that car, man, and didn't like <laughs> the it. fuck? I, I do have kind of like a ghost story, if you want me to get into that. Let's get into ghost Let's stories. get into ghost Yeah, yeah. Great, talk, yeah okay. great, great. Okay. So when I was younger, <laughs> I used to want to test myself and see how brave I was, you know what I mean, going into like dark places. We used to go to the Zodiac Shack in Vacaville and get all freaked out and all kinds of crazy stuff would happen there. But one night in particular, my parents weren't home. And all the lights are off in the house. And I'm like, let's see if I got the courage. So I go in the house so I turn the lights on, two-story house. I go into my parents' room. And then I go into their walk-in closet. And I just stand there. And I'm like, hey, this ain't, this ain't nothing, right? I'm like, I'm not scared. Lights, in, off, the, lights off. Lights off. No lights yeah. on. Just walk in the house, completely empty. And so I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm over this. And so I'm walking to go down the stairs. And my knee gives out. And I'm a young guy, so that shouldn't even be happening in the first place. My knee gives out, and as I'm falling, I look up, and kind of like the blades on this uh, fan, I see the the scythe or whatever that death carries the, Jesus, go over my head. And I'm like, what? The? As I'm falling, and I'm like, ooh. And I hit the ground, and then I just dart down the stairs and out the house. And I'm like, I'm never playing with that bullshit again. And then I started thinking what was that and then i was like that kind of looked like death's thing that he uses Aside. and so i started to think if, if that thing touches you you know what happens you, right? you die you, you die, die. Yeah. so what have been the what have been the story oh dumb teen <laughs> goes an empty house falls downstairs breaks his neck end of story true, true. i was like shit had that touched me that would have been
2: my story and no one would have known what really no happened.
3: one would have known bro so I started really Dang. thinking about it. I was like,
2: "Oh, this is a, man. at the Zadia, the Zodiac shack." No, no this is at my parents this is at your parents' house. house. Yeah, it's at my parents' house. But I mean, oh but w- what were you playing with? Or was it just you just
3: N- nothing. I I used to like when we'd go camping, I would just go off into the the Darkest, woods by myself into the dark, <laughs> just to see if I could <laughs> handle it, just to see if <laughs> yeah, I could damn. take, you know, take that. Uh, I'd go into the Zodiac shack by myself. You know what I mean? And wow. we we'd seen some trippy stuff in there too. Like we went in there one night <laughs> and there's a group of us and we hear like a <laughs> coming from one of the windows. We're like, what the hell is that? So a bunch of us group up and we look out the window and like, oh shit, there's a there's a guy sleeping. There's a guy oh, laying on the fuck. What there's the? There's a guy oh, laying on the ground. No. And they're like, bullshit, bullshit. So we go over like, no, seriously so we oh, went back know. literally seconds. Went back, guy was gone. Oh, oh hell. Guy was oh, gone. hell. No, 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 no thank you, yeah. Yeah. no thank you. And there, <laughs> there's an upstairs, but hey, the all way up, up I've been there. is through a the chicken coop. Yeah. So you gotta crawl. And climb. There was like like a fight going on out there we didn't know uh, what it was but it sounded like dude like they were like a human speaking fight like a or, yeah or, but it wasn't like any language it was, it was like ogres, it was ogres. yeah like ogres or like <laughs> homeless people going at it but the ninja homeless dude which we dubbed him man he was snoring and then just whoop gone
2: that's crazy And yeah. you guys heard nothing no footsteps no running no nothing
3: no nah, no nah. So I started thinking like the more I play with this stuff, the more the more stuff The more I'm, like, I'm going to find some more ah, crazy what? shit. Happens. Right. Ouija boards? Nope. Dude, oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah, yeah. that's yeah. going
2: to be my next question. That was going to be my next <laughs> 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 Ouija board. Well, well, I've,
3: I've heard
0: I've heard a few. If you think about, it, if you let those spirits in, if you open up to them, then they will come. But if you kind of close, close, don't you know? Don't think about it, mm-hmm. you're, you'll be fine. Well, I mean, so maybe kind that's kind what happened either. If you're thinking about, it's kind of you know. I'm a big tough guy. I'm going to get into this. Dark closet, you know, <laughs> yep. nothing's going to happen. Let's see, tough cut. Yeah, come come get <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that, you know, that you're opening up to them. So that's, I don't play like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, exactly. That, I'm, I'm no the scaredy cat. No thanks. I mean, it's, ca- it's kind
4: of how Jared was saying. It's like your mind is so strong. Like even you might not be thinking about it, but your mind's going to manifest it. Mm.
0: True. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, your
4: layer like, your conscious is just going to do it for you. Yep. Like you're looking for it. It's like, hey, your mind's like, oh, you want to look for it? Law here. of attraction. Here,
3: here's something. Yep that's how powerful our minds are man we have this crazy no other animal has it we're the only things on this planet that we know of that have this mind thing Mm -hmm. and we don't even understand it like even the top psychologists the doctors don't understand the mind completely it's very powerful very powerful and people are experimenting with it with drugs so it's like yeah good luck just let us know (laughs) What you <laughs> hear when That's drugs. why that's
2: Seriously. why this uh these uh hallucinogen, like drugs, why they access cause you know, what's that percentage that we're only allowed to access a certain percentage amount of our brain? Is it only like five percent?
3: Yeah, it's like a certain amount at yeah. a time. Yeah, and
2: then like I guess certain drugs probably unlock like. Have you seen Lucy? The, the movie brain. Lucy. Oh yeah, yeah Lucy, yeah, actually, yeah, That was a trip. Yeah, that movie's crazy. She like disappears because like nothing. Actual yeah. artificial intelligence, I guess you would say, huh? no oh, she becomes she literally yeah. becomes
4: nothing. Like it's not even like a computer or anything. Like she disappears and she's like she's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yep, mm. yeah. She's like integrated in everything. So essentially, she's a god
3: or god because God's everywhere, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely a trip to like transcend so high that you just are everything and everywhere. That's another
2: thing that I think that the government controls us on. They they don't let us access that much well, of our brains because then they'll probably think like if they can access mm-hmm. this much of the brains, exactly. they're a potential threat.
3: Exactly. That's, that's starting to warm up to the fact of what I'm trying to get at is our minds are so powerful. They know this and that's why there's literally an attack on your mind. That's why the news and all these, you know, mediums, uh, are, uh, social mediums are trying to, you know, delude or persuade your mind Mm -hmm. because if they can control that, then they can control all of us. Right. You know what I mean? We're stupid, Collectively, but individually, we're very intelligent. So if you keep us scared, like, I don't know if you've ever herded cattle or anything or sheep, but I, I have. Yeah. Um, and when one stands off, they're very hard to control. Um, but if you can scare them all together, they'll they'll go wherever you want them to. Yeah. You don't want people, you know, collectively growing like that because the government and the elites, they're not going to be able to, to handle us. Control anymore. us, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's literally a
4: war in our minds i mean we talked about this like I think it was like the first podcast it was like second like covid like it was a way of controlling us because we were getting out of hand It's like, like oh, we got to control all these people mm-hmm. like they're opening up their minds too much mm-hmm. we need to bring them down to a controllable level COVID, but i feel like you know? i feel like yeah, exactly. it kind of it kind of backfired
2: too though because i feel like more people are like wake, more people waking are, up are waking up yeah to... There's yeah. more podcasters now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, really.
4: well, it probably didn't work out the way they expected it to because like now there's so much technology. There's phones. Mm. Everybody sees everything. Yeah. Like it's not like what maybe 20 years ago, it was a flip phone or they didn't even have a camera. Right. Now everybody has a camera in their pocket or it yeah. has a video camera mm-hmm. and GPS. And GPS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not the same thing. Now everybody's, something happens and everybody sees it in a matter of minutes. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, when it comes it's to media. TV's. Um, I totally agree. It's like this brainwashing um, tool, but at the same time, there's uh, it's you know like a double-edged sword. There's you can use it for positive. You could spread the the good message, um, but sometimes these elites and these uh, governments or these news outlets, you know, the ones that control most of the media, control most of the views. They um, they push this propaganda. They push this.
2: The agenda, agenda, mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. This
0: agenda that uh, maybe will hold us down as a as a humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, individually, I think we're amazing. You know, we could we could do great. Um, but media is—I don't know. It's just. The new media is just—I don't know—it's just so bad in so yeah. many ways. I think are gonna get that. I think the FBI might
2: break into my house <laughs> right here. You never <laughs> know, man. You never know. Sure. This hey. Social media is. Maybe
4: they're gonna be like, "Hey, these guys are talking too much. We got Yeah, they. they everything yeah. shuts off right now. Sniper on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the lights go <laughs> off. <laughs> Like, who are you gonna take out first? Jared, he knows too much. Hey man, I'm just going to my next
3: life. I'm gonna go to my next life and just continue, man. Just yeah, keep talking about Charles. it. And guess where I just came from, man? I had a crazy. <laughs> really? dream. I, was, I was recording Dude, a podcast. I was, podcast a, I was in the middle day. of a podcast. I don't know who these guys were. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's a try, really
1: crazy. Yeah, man. man,
3: it's 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 man. It, that it'll definitely drive you crazy though if you th- like. You need to like dabble in it and then kind of back off a little bit and then mm-hmm. dabble it because you'll literally lose your mind if you just completely obsessed with it
4: what i mean it's kind of how you said it's like you gotta remain open yeah you gotta remain open to everything exactly not close yourself off one thing exactly
3: i i wholeheartedly believe that i'm an idiot uh i i shouldn't take hard opinions on things i definitely like being corrected and and through my college experience seeing things through other people's lenses and stuff like that um not to get too political but like you know people of color and stuff like that um it was it was a hard pill to swallow but once you just kind of you, you when you're when you're being when you're not being threatened when somebody's trying to teach you about their perspective on life that enables you to you know understand easier but you also have to want to understand you also have to be like I'm ignorant and I I want to not be ignorant and uh th- that has a lot to do with the ego Mm-hmm. So I had to, uh, learn how to, you know, Hey, ego, go, go, sit somewhere else. You know what I mean? And let's, let's, let's go, let's learn a thing or two about other people's perspectives. And that's definitely, I think made me smarter. Uh, but you know, I still feel like I'm an idiot when I have all these hard opinions about things because everything's subjective. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I just got into it with my girlfriend because I, um, I put uh what did I say? I said, uh, the The incident in Afghanistan is is horrible, but look how afraid these people are of the Taliban. I mean, in the context that they're willing to, s- to hold on to an aircraft and then kill themselves as opposed to fighting the enemy, and that's how terrifying these people are. Um, and it's basically, I sent sim- was sympathizing with them, but to her, her perspective was you're not sympathizing enough with them, and that's very rude, and da da. And I said well that's that's subjective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could say I could say oh you're beautiful. You know what I mean? You can be like oh you're a chauvinist pig. blah blah blah. You could take it negatively, you know what I mean? And that's that's kind of like what's going on with everybody. It's like everybody wants to be offended. Everybody wants to be in a special group. And everybody wants to take everything out of context. I could say something and you could be like, oh, cool. Yeah, nice, man. Or you can be like, no, fuck you, you're a racist, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's part of the agenda to divide us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm I'm not uh, a human. I'm a an Italian. Oh, you're a Hispanic. You know what I mean? We give each other all these alienating labels. Yeah. It's like, no, man. Like, we're us. You're you, you know what I mean? Let's, um, it goes
0: back to that conscious right we all have the same conscious at the end of the day we all have that same we're all going through life you know what i mean if we take those labels off yeah um i think we we could do much more yeah Um, yeah
4: like these labels are just holding us down they're dividing us they are dividing us we we have
3: it's it it's it's very it's a very slippery slope because we obviously have to appreciate people's struggles mm-hmm. and you know the, the the racism within the system uh, that we live in um but at the same time it's like if we just keep repeating that nothing's gonna get healed man mm-hmm. like we have to grow past it and it's like well you know then you have that that same process well that's just being racist or you're just being ignorant da, 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 da. and it's like no if i'm talking about it, it's because i care and it's I. What you've been doing for the past 50, 60 years hasn't helped. So let's try something else. You yeah. Know I mean, let's yeah. uh, let's get past this. But some people, you know, uh, being negative, feeling a certain way, it's addicting. I found out, like I was reading a, a journal and depression and anxiety, it's an addicting feeling. Some people, you don't necessarily like it, but you're used to that feeling. And so you'll do and think things to make you feel negatively or feel depressed or feel anxious or feel like a victim
2: because it's familiar. Mm-hmm. That's and very you, true. It's, like, it's yeah. like when you're depressed, you like to listen to sad music mm-hmm. to cope. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, um, let's go ahead and take a, a few minutes to take a break and then listen to one of our sponsors and we'll come right back.
0: apple podcast stream your favorite podcast today and enjoy millions of episodes from news and politics to comedy and sports they have it all find something new today stream or download now on apple podcast thank you
2: So I think since we're talking about depression, I think it'd be a great segue to talk about men's health. Um, so um, I know there's, there's different things that, you know, us men, we could we could do that many people have talked about. Um, some people, some friends have told me to try yoga, meditation and stuff like that's that. That's
0: what I do. I love doing meditation. Yeah, that's yeah. One yeah. My,
2: that's one of the things that I need to start doing too. Mm-hmm. I there's like.
0: different forms yeah. of meditations too that
3: we can yeah. talk about today.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Um,
3: a lot of it has to do with your breathing. You got to learn the breathing. Mm-hmm. Technique. Breathing. Yeah. Breathing's definitely key. Mm. Yeah. Breathing. Uh, uh, apparently we all breathe, uh, breathe wrong. I was watching that uh, Joe Rogan had, um, uh, Henzo Gracie and he was mm-hmm. talking about, you know, breathing techniques and stuff like that. Huh. Uh, but to kind of piggyback off of your men's health, um, you know, I'm an avid, you know, gym rat. Yeah, um yeah. the ironic part is I got in the best shape of my life during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> at thirty six years old, uh, which is pretty funny. Um, but I would still get injured pretty often. Um typically uh from my injuries in the military, I would uh re-injure my neck. I'd pull like a neck muscle and it would be out for like two weeks. And um, I, I, wanted to find a way to recover quickly, but also kind of like help with depression and anxiety, and then also kind of have like, you know, a spiritual maybe, uh, experience. And so I found out about, uh, float therapy, uh, also called, um, sensory deprivation. Mm. So back in, I think the seventies, sixties, seventies, the scientists from what I read, I'm an idiot. So let's, let's just go up based off that. Uh, but essentially he wanted to get as close to death without dying, right? And the unique thing about his process that he figured out is a blind man, you take away sense, his sight, his hearing becomes heightened. and All the other senses become heightened, vice versa to any other sense. Mm-hmm. So what he did essentially is he cut off all of the senses except for the mind, right? So you go into this dark room. It's completely dark, so you can't see. Um, it's soundproof, so you can't hear. You're in... Uh, uh, I'd say about a foot of water that's room or body temperature. So after about five minutes, you're anything. yeah, your skin acclimates. So you can't feel the atmosphere. You can't feel the water touching your skin. Right. And then you're in about a thousand pounds of Epsom salt and the Epsom salt makes you buoyant, kind of like the Dead Sea in Israel. Uh, so you become weightless. So now your sense of gravity is gone right? So you cut off all these senses and it's just you and your mind. I mean, you can hear your heart beating. You can hear eyes blinking. It gets that quiet, right? Um, But the key is to stop thinking that you're thinking that you're thinking. You have to completely let go and you will trip out naturally. You'll start to see stuff. You'll start to, uh, like, twitch and do all these weird things uh the first thing i experienced is i felt like i was floating a, a like to the right i felt like i was floating a, a specific direction right and i my brain was like oh we're gonna hit the edge of the 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 uh, the the room i was in oh we're gonna hit it soon and i never hit it i just kept floating to the right and i'm like where's the where's the edge of the damn thing the tub or whatever you want to call it and <clears throat> excuse me um then I started to feel that I wasn't laying down because you're laying down floating, right? Then I started, to, I felt like I was in outer space. There was no up, no down, no direction. It was such a trip. Um, and then I remember uh, there's there was, uh, there was a particular part where I started to see a bunch of faces in front of me and the, the, the mouth was moving like somebody just normally talking to you, but the face was just rapidly changing f- faces. Just in front of, in front of me, and then I was going through a tunnel and it was like ancient kind hierogly- of like like uh, like, uh, um, like Egyptian hieroglyphs like a, like a tunnel and then all of a sudden it became like alien and futuristic looking it was it was kind of a trip um, what was going on and I was having this experience and then before I know it, my time was up and you're in there I, you typically do like an hour session, but time speeds up so it felt like 30 minutes. But I was in there an hour and I got out and I remember going, oh my God, I'm so grateful to be me. I'm so grateful to be alive and to be healthy. And my neck, all the pain in my neck went away. So I'd gotten injured really bad on a Saturday, floated Sunday, and then Monday I was doing the same exact workout, perfectly fine. Wow. And it was a bad injury where, I've, where I'm like, I've done this before. I know how bad it's going to be. You know, I'm taking the anti-inflammation medications, all these other things, uh, and none of them help And the floating, the float therapy, not only did it come out very optimistic and grateful to be alive, but also it, my physical ailment was, you know, pretty much healed for the most part. Um, yeah, that, that and a massage gun, <laughs> those are the two <laughs> things, man, you need if you're, if you're lifting heavy Well, like you, you know, yeah, you, yeah. like you injured your neck too, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's definitely a trip. You guys should definitely do it if you haven't done it. It's it's pretty cool.
0: Off air, I'm gonna ask you for the deets on that place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, because that <laughs> sounds yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. it sounds nice. amazing. I'm having some neck issues right now, shoulder. pain. <laughs> I still have neck
2: issues to this day when I got injured. You gotta float, bro. Yeah, you float, bro. yeah. Hey, I'm gonna
3: float your uh, pains away. Mm-hmm. But you you um. So I, I I took my girlfriend for the first time, and the thing is, they have uh, you can put on um. Lights that look like the stars, you can put on music. Mm. Don't do any of that your first time. Go in there and just raw dog it. And well, which is funny because you're completely naked. So, oh, wow. Wow. yeah, really naked. Are. yeah. <laughs> excuse me. So, you shower before, interesting, lay in the salt, salt water. So, you're going to be salty when you get out in the shower after. Uh, but you lay in there and just relax. You could put your head all the way back, just relax, let it go, and just tell yourself. I'm on this roller coaster. Take me wherever. Oh, one of the things they tell you is to think think of a problem maybe or something, an, an answer you want or m- maybe a, a question you have. Go in there with that. Go in there okay. with that and just kind of think of that one thing. But the thing is, if you touch your eye, God forbid, because the salt's going to burn. If you touch something, if you hit the bottom, it, it snaps you out of it. So you start to have this journey, and all of a sudden, whoop, you come back to reality. And then you start to have this journey, and whoop, and then you come back. So you literally have to, like, practice letting go completely. You guys should definitely do it. You should sign Wow, Wow, Yeah, that, I'm <laughs> Sign me up, man. Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> I should get sponsored. You. Yeah, for real. I, we'll I sponsor, to, uh, Yeah, we'll shout it to Walnut Creek uh, Peak Performance, Walnut Creek. That's where I go. Right. It's, it's like 60 bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. I heard
4: the one in Napa, heard's like
3: 80 Mm-hmm. it's a little bit deeper but this place it's like a day spa you're think, like oh this is a show
4: uh, i mean gas and the toll the same thing yeah true. <laughs> that's
3: true yeah but uh i've had people that are like oh man it's amazing and other people are like eh, i couldn't i couldn't relax so it's i think that's what my times. problem would be yeah. thinking too much you kind of yeah think
0: too much
2: yeah so you gotta practice meditate,
0: meditate. yeah
3: 100 yeah. yeah. 100%, 100%. 100
0: how was your breathing sorry to cut you off how was your br- like what Breathing's good. Um, Nose or?
3: My last experience, I actually, so I I screwed up. I got water in my eye (laughs) and it burned. It burned so bad. And I was like, oh shit, I'm wasting my money essentially. And I was like, nope, I'm going to get something out of this. So I I was like, I'm just going to relax. I'm going to let go. And then I started to imagine talking to myself. Like if there was me in front of me. And I essentially was like patting myself on the shoulder like, hey, man, you're, you're, you're doing the best you can. You're a good guy. You've, you've screwed up. You've done stupid shit. But your core, you're a good dude, man. And I'm grateful you're around. And I was just having this exterior conversation with myself and telling myself, don't be so hard on yourself, man. Like, it's all good. You know, just focus on being a good guy as best you can. Obviously, you know, nobody's perfect and there's a lot of entities that pull you away from doing good, but you know, keep your eye on the prize. And, and that's one of the things where I got on. I was like, Holy, (laughs) excuse me. Holy shit. Like, Man, I feel good. I almost feel ashamed to feel good about myself like that sometimes, because you don't want to seem egotistical. But it's not that at all. Mm -mm, It's self love. It's Mm -hmm. self love, man. That's so. We're our biggest critics. Mm -hmm. You gotta learn to love yourself. Absolutely, that is
0: so important. Uh, You touch on that because you know our lives are so busy. Sometimes you know we wake up, we we forget about ourselves. We forget about ourselves, and we we don't tell ourselves that. Mm -hmm. And that's very important for our. You know, very for, true for a mind for mm-hmm. mental, health yeah.
3: For mental yeah. health, yeah, yeah, yeah. Social media and all that, it will make you think <laughs> you're not good enough, right? mm-hmm. yeah. You know, oh, I don't have a six pack, I don't have this, I don't have that. And it's like, dude, very true. Mm-hmm. I don't very
2: have true, that car, I don't very have true, that man. yacht, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, how can I be more like this person, yeah, right? That's what people call like? like you gotta be more yourself yeah. you know? <laughs> if you guys do it, you should pretend by my car,
3: do the float therapy and just pretend if you were in front of yourself, what would you say?
0: I would definitely try that out.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a pretty good experience. That was my my last that's, one. That's, I did that. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's very good.
0: Yeah. I'm looking into that asap. I need. To,
2: I'm, I'm <laughs> right, now, like, right now, like, right now, as, yeah. as we're doing this podcast, yeah, I'm yeah. looking at it right now. I need to do that. am
4: looking at my. I'm making my appointment right now. <laughs> this um, Friday, huh? You have any after hours? Can I go there now? <laughs> <laughs> no, any after hours? I'll be double. An emergency float, please. <laughs> yeah. Emergency.
0: You find me dead in the in the uh, bathtub <laughs> tomorrow morning. Oh, shit! <laughs>
4: <laughs> you sneak in.
0: Um, oh, oh, man. So you're a pretty fit guy, and I see you in the gym all the time. Um, I can easily say I look up to you like you're oh, definitely there. Me. Like You hit it real nice. You hit it hard, thanks, and I respect <laughs> that. Um, but do you take any supplements that maybe I should be aware of or anything that has changed your um, uh, path in, in that sense?
3: So when I first kind of got onto my um, health journey, uh, it started because I was in a dark place, man. I was I was married, and it was extremely toxic, uh, mentally unstable. Just crying a lot every night, and my partner was uh, not. She was very happy for for the most part. Either way, the dynamic was very toxic and very bad, and and I uh, was very overweight. I was two hundred twenty two pounds, and uh, I was like, I'm gonna fucking die. I'm gonna kill myself. And I even told her that. I was like, I have to divorce you. I'm not going to survive this. And as soon as I got uh, separated from her, I started to not eat as much. And I mean, maybe it's a combination of depression and anxiety. Uh, I was also going through a lot of like trauma that I went through with the military uh, through the VA, they rekindle a lot of uh, old emotions and stuff like that. Um, and I had met this guy named Nate Rapola. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Nate, yes. but he he competes and the guy, yes, he's yes. a Greek god. Shout out
2: to Nate Rapola. Yeah.
3: And <laughs> great guy. And he took me under his wing, but I had met him when I was two twenty two, and you know, horrible. And then I re-met him after I lost all this weight and he didn't even recognize me. I'm like, Hey, I'm Jared. He's like, who? I'm like, yeah, we met, you know, at the New Year's. And he's like, holy shit, you lost a bunch of weight. He's like, but we got to get some muscles on you, bro. And so this dude threw me in the deep end and we started lifting crazy heavy. And one of the first supplements he had me take was called uh, Extends, or ex- Extend, um, which it's uh, it's a BCAA with a, uh, a, a cutting element in it. it I, I think it has capsium in it, you know, so it makes you sweat more. Um, but to recover... Um, from, you know, shredding on the muscle tissue, you need block chain amino acids. And so I would, uh, and it tastes amazing. You drink it while you work out and you drink it after. So it helps with the recovery process and stuff like that. But this dude literally had me crying. I would go to the gym and I would just be like, oh my God, I can't do this. And be like, you're not leaving until you do. One particular incident, I wanted to do a muscle up. You know, it's like a pull up and then you got to push mm-hmm. yourself. Up. And this was at the end of our workout. And he's like, we're not fucking leaving the gym until you do a muscle up. Right. And I kept trying, kept trying, kept trying. And this is the gym over by where I live. It got to the point where everybody was watching me and just kind of like, come on, man, do it, do it, do it. And, uh, finally I, I kind of like, did a little, you know, micro meditation. I was like, you can fucking do this, dude. And I boom, banged out three and everybody in the gym started cheering. And I was like, holy shit. I love this feeling right now. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And then on top of that, um, I started having people hit me up like, dude, you know, what's your secret? What are you, what are you doing to get so fit? And, and, And I was inspiring people. And it's so weird because I was like, that was me. I was constantly on YouTube watching these, even women you know, cause it's, it's even harder for them to lose weight watching their transformation videos. I was just like, dude, I'm a, I'm, I'm watch a transformation video and then go to the gym and use that as motivation. Cause if they can do it, I can do it too. You know what I mean? Like these people that have diabetes and all these other horrible circumstances, I have no excuse. And, um, so I just started, uh, tearing it up and stop, stop making excuses. You know what I mean? Like I would tell myself, uh, I'll deal with the pain afterwards. Um, I didn't take too many supplements, but the one thing was if you want to get big, you got to eat big. So get your hands on as much protein as possible. You know what I mean? So I'm about 190 pounds, so I need 190 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. So it had protein in it. I was all about it. Um, and then I learned about um, uh, meal prepping. Um, and essentially, you're eating the same crap day in, day out, but you get results pretty quickly as long as it's balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, I, never, I didn't get too hardcore into the uh, macro nutrients thing i did for a little bit but it's like every time i had a meal it was like a damn science experiment on the kitchen table yeah (laughs) yeah i was like man, that's that's not me i'll just kind of i'll eat as much as i want i'll just make sure i'm eating healthy stuff so ground beef turkey fish um chicken you know all the white meat um vegetables and rice yeah that's essentially it and just eat like a beast and then just work out like a beast and just have that mentality like Mm -hmm. i'm a machine i'm just I'm just going to do it machines don't feel pain. So I'm just, you know, just going to knock it out. Um, And then I did, um, I did a, uh, what is that called? The Spartan race. I was like, let's see, let's see what I can do with this, this new body that I just built. And uh, man, it was intense. Holy shit. It was intense, but it was a lot of fun. Um, It was a little over eight miles. I was just under two hours. Um, And it's like you hadn't gotten to the starting line and you're hopping over, like fences, and then you start and you're running through the mud already, and then you hit this hill and you're bear crawling. As soon as you start, you're like, holy! Sh- you're already at like ten thousand RPM. You know what I mean? Um, and that was the first time experience where you are pushing yourself so hard that your muscles start to lock up. So they have like little stations with pickle juice, and I'm like, what the hell is this about? Mm. And it's the salt. Because you're burning so much salt and you're you're depleting your the energy in your muscles, your muscles will literally lock up. So I had to scale a wall and I kind of kicked my leg up and it locked up on me. I'm like, oh shit. And some other guy literally had to stretch my leg out for me because it like like you know, like a like a Charlie horse essentially. Um but it's it's amazing when you you push yourself so hard and you get this body and all of a sudden you're like, holy crap, I can do these things that I've never thought I'd been able to do before. Crazy, so yeah. that's 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 always been the byproduct of of uh the fitness. But I do it because I like the camaraderie amongst my friends to actually get to socialize, especially during COVID. That's been really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like the fact that I'm getting out that physical. Anguish, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Uh, getting that energy out, um, and then you feel accomplished, and that c- c- super combats depression and anxiety, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, you still deal with body deformity, uh, or is that what, what is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you look at me, you're like, ah, I ain't got this, I ain't got that. I've noticed that men though are pretty, the, we're more positive. I feel like we're like, oh shit, look at that bicep. You know, mm-hmm. women are, I feel like they're way more judgmental of themselves and that could be society or a lot of other things. But I think women need to take a, a page out of the men's book uh, and, and, and be more like, oh, okay. Don't focus on everything. Be like, oh, okay. You know, my shoulder's a little bit more defined. You know what I mean? I, I, guys do that all the time. We can look in the mirror and look at something good and be like, all right, yeah. well, at least I got that going for <laughs> right, me. Right. Um, it's, and that's what I about It's that, that positive body image, man. Um, but just, just the, the energy of sharing, uh, you know, the fitness details and, oh man, you looking bigger and oh you looking leaned out and, and even, not even that, just going to the gym is fun and it's yeah. addicting. You know what it's I mean? It's very addicting. I mean, I got to the point where I was going to the gym twice. I would go with this guy in the morning and then I'd go hit it with, you know, everybody else later in the day. like, Uh, My mom, she's retired Air Force and she uh, teaches like five days a week and she just started teaching at Crunch and that lady will run circles around me any day of the week and she's a huge inspiration. That's actually one of my biggest inspirations and role models is my mother, man. She's tough, tough love. She's a kind, she'll give you the, the, the jacket off her back, man. Uh, she's helped out so many people in her life, but holy crap! You get in one of her gym sessions, her like her hit class. Pooh, stand by, Ooh, to stand hit, by. Hit, hit is stand by to stand by. Um, but as as far as supplements, I'm very sensitive to caffeine. Um, I was drinking Bangs for a while but it was just jacking me up man like it was i'd get the jitters and just oh like i couldn't function the crazy thing have you guys noticed you you guys drink bangs right or you have before yeah i've heard with a bang. i have heard with a have i have done i've done, done pre-workouts does it make so. you happy there's something in it that makes you happy makes you jittery like how you saying. No,
2: like, it makes some, some some pre-workouts make my face itchy
3: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's a particular chemical in it yeah that, that happens <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but i would drink one and i'd be like yeah. yeah I and it was like release
2: endorphins <laughs> yeah. and like
3: you know the good chemicals in your brain, all the what is it a uh, serotonin shit.
2: maybe I've never noticed,
3: or maybe you're just a really good guy, and you're always happy yeah know uh, yeah, yeah too <laughs> always got that smile this <laughs> yeah, dude this dude true. i man, I'm learning from you, especially you know during the the birthday incident uh, you just had such a good attitude, man, oh yeah, yeah, that was holy shit, man, that's such a great attitude when you're like. Fuck, life sucks, and you're just like, well, it is what it is. I'm still alive. You gotta keep moving, bro, dude. Yeah, to hustle. Yeah, you're on it, man. I love, it. I love <laughs> it. That's that's just passing, passing that good energy, man. Just being pillars, being each other's pillars mm-hmm. during yeah. you know just these yeah. crazy circumstances, man. Because
2: like, you you are you are who you surround yourself with. You yes. know, what I'm saying oh, like yeah, the energy that you produce is what everyone else is kind of giving you. Also, yeah. you know, exactly. So
4: exactly. I mean, so I thought something I tell everybody's like don't think you're better off than the next person
2: or you're worse off than the next person. Yeah.
4: So always try to like have that positivity. I know all of us here always try to have that positivity, like that positive mindset, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but there's that person that's like, Oh, I have this down bad, but I'm like, Hey, I mean, everybody has their off days. Yeah. Yeah. But always, always try to get the positive out of it. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. in life. always try to look the positive. If yeah, you, so. if you look at all the positive and negative is going to go away. Exactly.
3: Exactly. And that goes to this podcast and other podcasts. Like, People need to start focusing more on, you know, making the positive out of things and stop pulling. It's easy to be negative yeah, and pull the course. negative. It's yeah. harder to pull the positive. So stop being so damn lazy. And you know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll be on Instagram or iFunny. If I see something or I'm like, what? The, I just won't say anything. I'll just move on. Yeah. And I'm making so, a practice. Instead of being like, oh, you know, writing my personal there's, opinion there's, about there's, it. It's like, you know what? I'm just not going to say yeah. anything. If
4: I don't have anything nice to say. Don't, don't fucking it. say anything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I so. mean, that all that goes on like daily life, you know, like it's, it's how you wake up also. Like mm-hmm. there's people that wake up. They're always in a grumpy mood. But if you wake up yeah. looking at everything positive, hey, you're gonna, I'm gonna have a good day. Hey, you're gonna have a good day. Well, that goes back to
3: it being becoming a habit, it becoming uh, addictive. Yeah. So uh, one thing I practice is when I'm driving, I get very anxious, and I'll, I'll chew gum to help me with that. But I'll have somebody cut me off, right? And I get extremely <laughs> pissed off. <laughs> but it, it's proven if you go, no, nope, I'm not gonna get pissed off. You will rewrite. Like, we. Re- rewire your brain, <laughs> sorry, yeah. uh, to talk correctly, uh, to not get as angry. Yeah. And you'll deal with the situations better the next time around. That's true. So I you know, I got anger issues and shit. So I just, nope, I'm just going to let <laughs> it go. And they blatantly just cut you off or slam in the brakes front of you. You're just like, <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's, work, okay. It. it's okay, it's okay. It's all right. Work, you'll,
2: you'll, it. you'll you'll both end up at the red light anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It so usually happens. And, and then you have that awkward stare, you're like... That's why you just let it go. That's <laughs> why you just let it go. It's so true. I I, I uh, I'll piggyback off that because back in high school, like I was a very stressful person. Like like homework, homework would stress me out, mm. you know. And I Dude. taught myself not to stress about literally anything. Nice. Like, yeah, high school it helped me help me with that. I don't know. Yeah, you literally. I, don't stress. Your brain. Yeah. I literally don't stress Yeah, you you're as
3: calm as a cucumber, bro. Like I gotta <laughs> take a page out of your book, man, because you got it down really really, good. and you're so young too. Yeah. When I was your age, man, I just, yeah, I (laughs) I thought it was Goku, man. I was always (laughs) excited for the next battle. (laughs) Exactly, man. Jesus. Yeah. Good times. But, uh, yeah. Mental, spiritual, physical, economical health, man. You just, each tier, we just got to chip away at it and lean on one another, you know, when it, when it comes to, you know, I guess things that we're not too sure about, man. Mm-hmm. I mean that's what it's about we can all learn from each other and stuff but uh, if them aliens invade man we really gotta <laughs> yes.
4: them aliens come bro. A, 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 dude if they come we really gotta learn from hey, each other Ronald hey, Reagan. Reagan.
2: I, I was just telling the dolphin Tay man we just gotta live as much as we can with this life until yeah, this world yeah, ends Lord. Man. Lord.
3: Like, Ronald Reagan said that's it, all there
2: is to it he said we would look all of our differences would become so
3: minimal and so stupid if we were invaded by aliens we would be like holy shit it's just the human race versus them versus yeah. them we kind of need that We kind of need that To get back into the You know what I mean The swing of things I feel like But maybe we can just pretend We can just pretend Yeah Just in case bro. Yeah, just, yeah, just You just in case. got my back just You just got, my got my back just, yep. Yep. just in case
2: Damn That'd be wild
3: We're gonna have some crazy dreams tonight Yeah so, I know man. I know uh, I have a feeling that I probably oh,
4: I'm, I'm gonna be scared to get home <laughs> 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 You're gonna see a UFO I, was I know I'm gonna look at the mountain Like the fucking UFO
3: manifest it man No, just no. tell me you want
4: to
2: show yourselves <laughs> <laughs> oh. I might see an alien walking through the middle of the road just save it for the next podcast <laughs> <right>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well is there anything else you guys want to add on cover a lot of bases yeah I think I think this podcast was great for anybody that wants to you know to reflect back on who they are as a person I think this, this helps this helped me out this is I'm sure hopefully for our listeners it helps them out you know to kind of just reflect on themselves and be like wow you know yeah, this, something this episode so this is definitely different. You know, self yeah, love, self love, so. self love, self love, man, yeah, love. Definitely,
3: gotta internalize it before you can exude it, man. You gotta mm-hmm. it's gotta be inside first. But I, I greatly I love the opportunity. I hope this doesn't bite me in the ass by some. No, no <laughs> no thank, thank you, thank you so much thank for you, being no, here. Jared. No, it was it was dope, man. I'm so, so excited to to do it, and you know, and, you know, say what I say what was on my mind, you know, and. Know, shoot yeah we'll have you back time. maybe again oh, yeah anytime. i'd love to anytime
4: maybe sure.
2: maybe yeah. get my own uh, as a local now hey <laughs> yeah. yeah
4: cool take
1: over yeah. the show again that was awesome
2: well <laughs> everybody thank you so much for tuning in to casa amigos remember to follow us on instagram at casa amigos without the dots anymore um and hit us up with any questions for uh, with anything that you guys might if you guys want to hear you know if you guys want to get jared back on the podcast uh please let us know and yeah we'll see you guys on the next episode